get it, man. Yo, what up? It's the Wild Out Podcast. Your boy, Dane. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Haywood. What's up, y'all? It's Jeremy. Back, man. Episode 52, man. I know we had to take a week off last 52. week. 52. Hey, back at it. Yes, sir. How everybody yes, been sir. doing, man? I'm happy, man. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, wish my team. My team's ain't doing good. I'm a football team. It's terrible right now. <laughs> <laughs> Longhorns and my Cowboys. Sorry as hell. But other than that, man, things are great, man. The weather's been great in Austin. You know, the invoices, you know, just got an invoice today from Texas State. I'm still taxing on You know? So, hey, we good, man. We good. So, what's up, man? Getting that bread. That bread. Yeah. What about you, Jeremy, man? What you been up to? Man, I'm good, man. Lakers got that dub. You know what I'm saying? Got that they championship. Did. So I'm good. You know, LeBron the they goat did. doing it. LeBron the goat doing it. And, and chill out, chill out. Balls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you was gonna come with that shit today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you nah. put it in the show? Dang, you know, I know you put that in the show somewhere, right? Do you put it in there? Nah, I didn't put it in. No. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> I thought that mug was coming. It wasn't top of mind. I probably, you know, I don't have no problem throwing an audible in there, you know? What's up, man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I think I might have made a bad decision, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, but, uh, you know. What's today? You talking about this today? Nah, just with, just with, just with the, my land situation. I didn't take everything into account. Uh, when I did something, I was like, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. That could cause me issues in the future. Some big What you issues. do shit, put us on game. Make sure we don't shit make no mistakes. So, okay, so so I had two pieces of land. Mm-hmm. One, the, the, the piece that I sold, you have direct access from, uh, from the road. The other one you don't. So I have, there's an easement. Uh, Yeah, easement is basically, I got to go through someone else's property to get to my property, but I could have gotten to the other property going to the other side of my property. But since I sold that, so when I sold that, the new buyer, we put in the contract that they'll give me a two-year easement or whatever uh, until I can sell it. But there could be an issue because we typically, like I've been going through the 28, well, whatever land I had or whatever to get to the other part, you know what I'm saying? So I haven't been, we haven't been going through, we haven't been using the easement at all. So now we might have to use the easement and they could be like, well, you haven't been using that for 30, 40 years. Why are you trying to go through our property now? My grandma mm. ran into that situation back in the day, mm. not with this land, but other lands. She's, she spent like over like $100,000 uh, fighting it in the courts mm. so she could get to her property. Damn. Yeah. But I mean, that land, that land had been good. in the family since since 1879. So she's like, we now nah, we get into the land. That's our land. We get into it. So, Dang. so you sold a part. You sold your. I sold, you sold a part a of it. Of- I should. I didn't sell all of it. So the part that I didn't sell, it can cause me issues. Be in the future if I don't sell it for me to be able to access it. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be that much harder to sell because somebody else is gonna have that same issue, right? They're gonna exactly. So the people, the people that got the part of it, they want the other part. But what they're gonna do is they're gonna wait. They're gonna wait until I'm desperate, and then they're gonna buy it. So wasn't a good decision. We live and we learn, though. Yeah, nah, that's good. That's good for everybody else to you know take heed to too. Everybody else that's listening, man. That's Definitely hope that uh, turns out better, man. So what's the lesson there, Jeremy? What's the lesson? 
that I should have, I should have, uh, I should have made a better decision. I, I should have sold the entire, <laughs> I should have sold the entire, the entire property, both plots. Because instead of one, instead of one. The hey, reason that's on, on the realtor too, though, to kind of give you that information ahead of time. Yeah, but but me, I was trying to be greedy because I figured if I split it up, I would be able to get more money as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to sell it all at one one time. So gotcha. yeah, so I did I did well on one part, but uh it's gonna be difficult probably to sell that other part. <laughs> and you're gonna say half give you half. <laughs> exactly. It's all good. Okay. Man, now it's for mm-hmm. for me, man, it's been um I don't know. It's been interesting, man. I I talked to Jeremy about a couple of things that were going on with me, man. I think I got a lot of extreme highs and a lot of extreme lows. So 2020 has been uh, kind of crazy. But, you know, me and the family, we're doing all right. Everybody's healthy. We're, you know, moving along. But, yeah, I got some stuff personally that I'm, uh, that I'm dealing with, man, that I got to, you know, get my head in a, a better space in. So, just trying to work on that and trying to evolve from that, do some, you know, self-reflecting, some meditating, some faster, and I'm doing it all right now, man. So it's causing you to it's causing you to I mean, a lot of times, bro, that discomfort, man, is 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 a blessing in disguise. Is it and make you move out of your position and make you make a move. I don't know if that's the case, but sometimes that that'd be retrospective though. But I hope yeah. that, you know, Nah, it's a it's a series of events. I mean, you know, I definitely had a, I got a lot to be grateful, got a lot to be thankful for. I, there's no doubt mm-hmm. in that, man. But I can tell y'all. Well, I guess I I can put some stuff out there. I guess. Um. So of course we know. Um. Had the uh, first accident in my car. Um. And that was a total loss. And mm-hmm. got that taken care of. I had already paid off the car, so I got the settlement for that and everything. Um, everything's groovy moving forward on that. And then, uh, you know, going through um, the surgery with the appendix, having the appendix taken out. Everything mm-hmm. went well with that. Mm-hmm. What I didn't tell everybody is that um, I actually went in for a post-op and they found uh, a tumor, 0.2 centimeter size tumor, and it was cancerous, mm-hmm. but they ended up removing it all. So that's gone. I don't have that anymore but to add a cherry on top man uh this past week uh my wife's birthday we went to dallas and i had another car accident and this time it was a severe car accident where you know our jeep rolled and my whole entire family was in the car um thank god nobody was hurt everybody's good but the babies was in the car bro babies in the car too Thank God for child seats. Thank God for Graco car seats, stuff like that, man. But yeah, it's it's been tough. I think it's it's one of those things that personally, like I'm just, I don't even know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just it's one of those things. I'm just trying to, you know, find the right headspace right now. Cause it's coming back to back to back. And then on top of that, having mm-hmm. COVID, uh, on top of it too, at the same time, it's just like, yeah, Lee. Think you got but, COVID? No, no, I didn't get COVID, but just, you know, oh. you know, everybody just dealing with COVID and stuff like that. Oh, but, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will say at the same time is, you know, catching catching everything early with the appendix, 
and then having this catastrophic event with the uh, with the car wreck and everybody being okay, no injuries at all is just like, no. God speaking to me. What is he saying? Because I'm listening. You know, yeah, for real. Yeah, I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to I'm trying to figure it out, but yeah, man. So I'm in a I'm in a different headspace. It's kind of why I've been you know pretty quiet and stuff like that on the text threads and 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 everything because I'm just trying to. You know, find that right headspace. You know what I'm saying? Damn, bro, I'm glad you're good, man. I'm glad. Oh my goodness, I can't imagine, bro. That's that sounds very stressful, man. So take whatever time you need, man. And it's okay to feel that way. Uh, it's okay to feel anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, give give yourself freedom to do that. Yeah, I usually and I usually don't do that. I don't. <clears throat> I don't want to be one of those people that like put post on. Facebook or go live, but it, it'd be wrong for me to get on here and just be capping about how I feel and how things have been going. You know what I'm saying? Even though I've uh, excelled financially with the family and stuff like that, and my family's healthy and, you know, we're moving along. I got a lot to be grateful and be thankful for. It's just some stuff is just, it's a bear, man. You gotta get, you can't get it off your back. Sometimes you don't know how. So it's got to reset. I'm trying to fast forward through 2020, bro. Okay. To I hear that. Hey. What's up with you, Chad? Yeah. What you been up to, man? Oh no! What I just walked in. Uh, <laughs> before, I, before I say anything, if I had that going on. Do you have a beanie on, nigga? What is going on with your head? <laughs> Wait, who's talking? Who you talking about? On? Hey, my shit freezing up too. I... Hey, my shit is that me? I hold yeah, all those horses. <laughs> is that me? What did you say? You talking about me? I know I'm probably choppy like crazy, but hold on, man. Are right, you good now? Hold on, wait a minute. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you good. You good. What were you saying? It's dark as hell. I said, Jeremy, you got a hairnet on, uh, a beanie? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I lay my hair down. My hair is long. Look how long this it is. Is, is that someone yeah. you hear? Is that a hat? What is that? Bro, Look like, how long my hair is. I just lay it down. Don't do a man. Go ahead and pick it out, my guy. Don't push it down. You look like one right. of the beats. When they, you know what you look like? <laughs> you look like Malcolm X. When Malcolm X went to jail, he had to get that lock for his head. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess I'm stable right now, man. Hey, me. I I, I miss what was going on. I miss what you said, Damon. Uh, I came in on the tail end, and when I came in, it was kind of like choppy and stuff. But over over on my my end, man, everything is is good, man. It's good. I I really I really cannot complain. I really can't complain, man, because I see I see a lot of people talking about 2020 and how bad it's been like how bad it's been but we got to realize man we're alive we're alive man we have opportunity to grow and strive every single day bro so like the people like in your in your circle around you like we got to feed off each other bro we got we got to make sure we put those positive vibes in our life that's why i kind of like tuned out a lot what's going on in the world right now i tuned out a lot of it because honestly don't have anything to do with me. Don't have anything to do with me, man. Like it really don't. So like I try, I try to stay focused on those things that's gonna build me up and build the people around me. 
And I can't, I can't stress on things that happen to Meg Thee Stallion. You know what I'm saying? Tory Lanez, like it's, it's, it's need to know TV, you know? It's need to know mm -hmm. on those bases. But like, really, if you're not moving like that, and you don't want that kind of stuff to invade your spirit, because once you start to allow that to come in, everything else around it comes with it. You feel me? Like everything else comes. So like, I try to distance myself from it, man. Like, it is what it is. Like, as far as, I, 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 I mean, I'm a person that love movies. I love watching TV and like, I haven't, I, I mean, I haven't just because I already know what it's all about right now, man. We, yep. we are in a position to get our lives together for the rest of this year, for the rest of this year. So we can be focused to push into 2021. Jeremy, I remember something you told me, bro. When you messed your shoulder up, you was like, this is 2019. You said, I'll be good for 2021. You think you'll be ready for 2021? Nah, I've never had surgery. Yeah, see, so like, it's, it's crazy what we've been faced with with this. It's crazy, but we, like, we got to deal with that. Like, I, I think about that a lot. I was like, man, Jeremy's supposed to be in there getting ready for the next competition. And like, this whole thing came, you can't even go see a doctor. I wouldn't go see a doctor about no damn surgery. <laughs> you know what I'm It's people up in there with some real life stuff. You're going you're gonna to go in there and get surgery, you're going to come out with some kind of bone disorder. <laughs> so, so yeah, man, like, like, I, like I'm saying, man, I can't complain. Man, things are going good and I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for what, what God has showed me through all the visions I've been having, man. I'm thankful what God showed me. I'm thankful that I, I made the push to go towards it because that's the one thing that's hard for us. It's hard for us to take that leap, man, that leap of faith because you don't know where you're going to land. You know? What's up, man? You got to keep man, pushing. I, yeah. I feel that, Chad, uh, I, and I love when I see somebody like lock in and go hard on something, you know? And, uh, you know, I can relate to that, what you said, because I, I don't know if I'm an empath, but I will say, like, the, my energy is affected by what I watch. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm -hmm. I can't be watching. I can watch certain shows, and I usually only watch one show at a time. I'm almost never watching multiple series. And, and that was something that I had to deal with with the podcast was, like, I wasn't used to being caught up in the trend. Because, you know, and then, I don't know if you remember that, Damon, I was like, I don't really care about certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? And they, right. like, man, well, we got to talk about certain stuff because that stuff, when I think about the Tory Lanez and Megan, that affects me because I may be frustrated on some of the things I'm hearing. You know what I mean? And so I have to regulate my... And so it's not about... It's about time management, but it's also about energy management. And everybody got to learn how to how to manage their own energy and what they allow in their domain and what they don't. And uh, I'm, I'm it's always a learning thing but yeah, that's some real shit, bro. Like I gotta be careful of people, things on TV. That's why I pay for YouTube Red. I pay for Spotify. Like I, like the ads. You know what I'm saying? Like that's money well spent to me, cause I don't want you interjecting in my piece. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be sold when I'm not want to be sold. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I do that. But yeah, I feel you, bro. Feel you on that. That's what's up, man. Programming, like at the, like I want y'all to think about this, man. It, we, we can move on, like I, I was supposed to be trying to right now, but it's legit programming, bro. When we was little, we watched cartoons. When a cartoon would get ready to go to commercial, it would tell you we're gonna take a break to get to some live commercials. They show commercials. Every commercial we saw was about toys. Some toys. The ghost with some toys. Something for us to go out there and buy. And right before the show came back on, you got this message. We now bring you back to your scheduled program. Mm -hmm. We've been we've been programmed since birth, man. Programmed since birth to do this thing. That's why it's so hard for us to break away from it. So hard to break away from it, dude. So, yeah. 
Nah, I agree, man. I agree 100%. We're going to get into we're going to get into the tip of the week, fellas. So I'm going to uh, toss it all chances. You jumped on, man. You want to keep it or you want Haywood to scratch it up? Oh, man. Haywood, like uh, this, this. So you can go ahead and give a tip of the week. Haywood, this is going to be like maybe two, three minutes for me. My tip of the week, bro, is to vote. Vote, 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 vote. But don't just focus on voting for Biden and Kamala. We got to focus on that local vote, man, because they can't do nothing once they get in that house unless we got the house and the Senate. Or they got the house in the center. We got that. That has to be the main focus. And I had an individual challenging me today, and I found myself going back and forth. They're like, "Wait a minute, why am I going back and forth with you when I don't care about Trump? Like, I, I don't care about Trump." So this guy straight up said, "Hey man, why are you not voting for Trump? How do you know who I'm voting for?" Yeah, I didn't say I was voting for Biden and Kamala. I said in order for them to be able to do anything when they get in the White House. So you just straight up, okay, man, you just gonna fight for, vote for uh, Biden and Kamala. Why not? Why not Trump? I shouldn't have to explain that to you. I shouldn't have to explain that to you at all. So as soon as anybody says that to me, I cut them off. Light switch, you off. So that's that's my small tip of the day. Y'all got that vote, man. Early voting's already started. I gotta go to Colleen to vote. So me and my wife gonna get that taken care of after they're not sick no more. Right. Uh, uh, hey, we roll with that shit. We roll with that. Man. Yeah, definitely get out there and vote, man. I tried to get out there in the line today, man, but I had to get back to work. The line was long, but it was good. I saw a lot of our people out there, you know, using their y'all voice. See, y'all see Harris County? Harris County, like, they out there getting J's, like, for real, like, super long lines. And then in Georgia, they try to pull that voter suppression shit, and boys waited in line for 11 hours. And they still doing it, man. I'm proud of people, man. I see somebody on my timeline waited five hours. You know what I'm saying? He was proud. He was like, "Month time well spent to get this man up out of here." So yes. I'm, a, I'm a gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Uh, probably before. I, well, shit. Is it? Are they open on Sunday? On, on, on weekends, y'all? It depends on where you're going. I think they're open on Saturdays. I don't know for certain, but <clears throat> the uh, early voting will be open until the 31st, definitely. So okay. it's, uh, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So. Definitely get out there, exercise your right to vote, man. We definitely need it. We need it. This is important. Good news, everyone. Let's get right into the news. Trending topics. Let's keep it moving, man. Let's get into our trending topics, man. So we um, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. We had to take off. I took off for my wife's birthday, so we didn't have episode. But we certainly want to talk and give our condolences on Jonathan Price, a uh, young African-American uh, individual, I believe, from Wolf City that was uh, mm-hmm. killed by a police officer. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he was actually trying to stop a fight. And in the process of trying to stop that fight, um, he was seen as a suspect and he was actually gunned down by the police officer who has now been charged and is in custody. So our, definitely our condolences to him. I want to... Pick you guys, Brian, see what your thoughts were about that whole situation. Man, it was interesting because he had posted, you know what I'm saying? He had posted something. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, he had posted something, you know, talking about that, <clears throat> that his experience with the police, you know what I mean? Like, wasn't that of, it wasn't a, a bad situation in terms of, like, with the police. And, um, a lot of people use that as a opportunity to talk about, well, you know what I mean? Kind of to justify what happened. And long story short, he was just kind of like, y'all, my, my, my interactions with the police have been pleasant. You know what I mean? According to what I know, this guy was a, uh, 
a leader in this community. Um, and I had people on my timeline who know this man. You know what I'm saying? Like Brian Awuji, who went to Texas State with a football player. I, I seen it. He, he posted a picture with him at, at dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I wrote him and I was like, man, bro, I want to bring him up on the podcast. And he was like, man, he's like, thank you, bro. He was like, he's a, he was a good man, hardworking, does mortgage work, owned a, 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 a company called Buff Water, was a family man and a peacemaker, man. And, and I think that goes to show what, what you were talking about, Dan, that he was trying to be, and, and, you know, uh, what, calm a situation. Like, he was trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's basically so trying to... Uh, uh, de-escalate the situation from a there fight that was happening there. Um, yeah. I, and I actually, I did hear that this guy, he was actually a Trump supporter too, at the same time, Jonathan Price. And oh, yeah, know, he had, yeah, yeah, he had some, he had some views, you know, that were, you know, not necessarily in line with ours, but just like any, anybody else out there, man, they, that man deserved to, you know, have his right to life and have his life taken away, you know, by a, a cop that, you know, really, basically don't give a damn about you able to you know shoot you you know in the back so it's just it's just I found it just let me read it real quick y'all he says so this is about four months ago he said uh, he was 31 years old y'all he said with all the tension and animosity going on with race and the police he got a little emoji I'm on the same fences as Lil Wayne remember when Lil Wayne said Lil Wayne got saved by a white white cop he said, with him saying a white cop saved his life and hasn't been too vocal based on experiences. I was raised by Malone's and Wood, Woodruff's uh, in, my, in my hometown for a large amount of my youth. Uh, was, was second family then and still are in 2020, if, you have any, if, if, if I have to say anything. Uh, the amount of food fed to me, uh, the money spent on me outweighs any BS, race, or color right now. I have family that's never done a damn thing for me or supported my business ventures and they're my blood. They will forever be 1,000 in my book. And I know that they are. They're to blame uh, for my country uh, side and uh, addiction to white women, not complaining one bit. (laughs) There were times I should be detained for speeding, outstanding citations, uh, outdated registration, dozing off, uh, at red light before making it to my gar- uh, my garage downtown Dallas um, after a long night of drinking. I passed the sobriety test after leaving a bar in Wiley, uh, Texas, um, by two white cops and still let me drive to where I was headed. And by the way, uh, they consider Wiley to be very racist. I never thought I got that kind of energy from the popo. This last thing. Not saying black lives don't matter, but don't forget about your own or your experience through growth. Wow. Yeah. So, Damn. of course, I mean, and at which I traced it, she actually, you know, uh, put me on game with everything um, in regards to some of his views and stuff like that. And, and I know it'd be easy for everybody to say, you you see what happens when you you uh, put all your faith in them and you see what they do to you. But that's not that's not the approach that I want to have. I think right, that, right, right. you know, we got to have an approach of you know, look, hey, brother, hey, sister, you got to be on guard 100% of the time. You can believe what you want to believe. You can, you know, you know, pick a side that typically doesn't, you know, have your favorite, but you better be on guard. You better realize that you're still a black man in America. At the end of the day, that's how they see you, a black man in America. You're a threat. You better realize that you're a threat. 
I just want I want the lesson to be here. Like, yo, it don't matter about your individual experiences. You know, it's a system. It's a system that is a pattern that creates patterns. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can know good police. It's not about one good cop. It's about a system and a pattern that goes on off all, all the time. And so, I want people to understand. Yes, there could be great cops and still be police brutality. I don't even think this is considered police brutality. Is it? Is it considered? This is just murder to me. Yeah, it's just murder. I don't know. It may be. It may be police brutality. I don't know. But I, I, we got to be careful of always individualizing, and that's what he did. He was like, "Well, my experience is that." And two things can be true at the same time. You can have a great cop relationship with people, and at the same time, it's still a situation going on over here. So you can walk and chew gum at the same time. So I just want people to realize you can still be fighting for justice with the police and and and, and fuck with cops and and love cops and want to support them. That's, that's that's totally cool. But don't be blind to the reality of black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't right. be acting like this shit is not going on. And that's unfortunate. That's very unfortunate because he, I know he never thought that shit would happen. I know. Right. Man, that's exactly. What would you think, Jeremy? It's just an unfortunate situation. Uh, I really don't know a whole lot more than what I read about it. Um, from what I read, it sounded like there was like a di- domestic dispute and he was mm-hmm. the one that kind of broke it up. And then when the cops got there, I guess he was disobeying their orders uh, and walked away and then got shot. Is, is that, tased, is that, I think first. Oh, he got tased? I didn't he got tased that. and they say he was moving and then pulled out the gun, man. So I don't know if he was like compulsing and you know wasn't able to move. This is a young dude uh, who shot him, y'all, like 22 years old. Oh, young really? cop, young cop, y'all. Real young. Did they say how long he been on the force? Let me see if I can find it out. Gee, but you see the level of comfort that he had with the police officers that make him think that he can get about two or three years on the force. Exactly. And if he had a previous experience where it didn't go so well, he probably wouldn't have reacted that same way. Well, you and, know he what might, and he might be here today, unfortunately. It sucks that his experience with them that was finally negative had to be that way. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that's... So I really, I really don't like talking about, like re-harping on other people's lives and their experience with the police because I can tell y'all, like, I've had multiple run-ins with law and sometimes good, sometimes bad. But mm-hmm. ultimately, for me, like I said, talking for me, it's about the way I carried myself through the situation. So for him, like how you said, Dame, he's carried himself in a, a certain way each time he's came with, within run-ins with the law. This one particular time, he's thinking in my mind, I just broke up a fight. I'm, I'm not even supposed to be here. Let me go on by my way. That's what I'm seeing right now in my eyes. I'm seeing it. Let me go on by my way. And they tell him, hey, you freeze. What you mean I, I freeze for? What? I wasn't doing anything. I was over here trying to break up a fight. Now I'm the one that's the culprit. So, I mean, I, I don't know what happened. I know I heard some bits and pieces about the story. I'm hearing more now from you guys because when I heard, I was like, man, another brother has then been executed because that's what it is. Another brother just executed out there for nothing again. And, and, and that's it just will continue to feed feed the soul with that stuff. And I got to go on another journey, another spiritual journey to try to right some wrong, you know? But in this, in this case, it's uh, it's almost like mistaken identity. I, I thought y'all boys are somebody that y'all aren't. You know, y'all mm-hmm. y'all treated me so well in racist environments. And then when I come out here try to do some good, I'm gunned down. He can't even speak for himself. We'll never know what he was thinking when it happened because he's gone. And that's the sucky part, you know, what right. he's, 
what was really going through his mind to walk away. Cause I mean, like you said, Dame, you gotta be on guard a hundred percent off top. Once we, us in this group, we already know. I already heard your story, Chris. Once we come into contact with the police, bro, hey, my hands is up, my keys is over there. I don't have no weapons. My wallet's in my back pocket. Sir, what do you want me to do? Yep. Yeah. You can still get shot. That's what's scary. It don't even matter. What well, you can still do that shit, still get shot. We just try to do little as possible and just pray we can make it out of that situation. Yeah. You know? So don't let don't let you actually talk or, or do have some mis you know, misconceptions about us as people. You know what I mean? Like we're not giving the benefit of the doubt of uh, oh no, we're non-violent and non-harmful. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully it's it's, it's sad that you got to tune yourself out like that, Chad. You know, but I definitely understand because it don't take you nowhere pleasant. It take you really just in the dark place. So rest in peace to this man and his family. God bless you, man. I hope I don't even know what I hope to happen, y'all. I don't know. Well, I'll be thinking I'm playing, man. When I when I see police in the area, when I see police. I will make it a point to make noise. Straight up, I'll either whistle something to make myself known so you can look over and see, hey, there's somebody coming, as opposed to looking back and you see me there just out the blue. Hey, what are you, what are you doing here? Bro, I'm here like everybody else. I'm yeah. telling you, I, I make a lot of noise, a lot of ruckus. Andrew, you always ask me why I do that stuff, and I should know. I mean, like, you never know. Like, I want them to see, I'm, hey, I'm not a threat. <laughs> Let me go over whistling Dixie for you boys real quick. Hey, don't you <laughs> I got my energy. <laughs> hey, feel this positive energy over there, brother. Let me give it to you like the force. Like I'm, like I'm a Duke Skywalker. <laughs> well, let's uh, well, let's keep it moving, man. I don't know. Have you guys been keeping up with what's been going on in Nigeria and the protests in Nigeria? It's about uh, the police, right? Yeah, it looks like a, uh, a corrupt police force, man, referred to as SARS, and it refers to the uh, Special Anti-Robbery Squad, a controversial Nigerian police unit that has been the target of nationwide protests demanding an end to police brutality. Um, police announced Sunday the unit will be dissolved. Um, and it looks like um, in the most recent events with the protests, at least 10 people have died in the protest. Um, uh, yeah, in, in Nigeria. I don't know if y'all heard anything about that. Sorry. Yeah, I heard they were shooting like live ammunition, tear gas, all into the, the crowd with the protesters. It's, it's crazy, man. You see, this is what this is what they mean by defunding the police because of of stuff like that. Like these guys are riding around with assault rifles and stuff like that. You know, like, why do y'all need this high power ammunition? You know, these high power weapons for for civilians. You don't need that. You know, like you shouldn't be riding around in in ATVs and stuff like that, man. Attack vehicles. Why do y'all need these things? We just be out there patrolling the streets. But check, check this out, though. So it says a new technical unit um, to replace the dissolved SARS will be known as a Special Weapons and Tactics, or SWAT. Uh, former police officers from SARS will be a part of the new unit, but will undergo psychological and medical examinations to make sure they are fit, according to the Inspector General of the Police. So it's like... Oh, yeah, that's going to work out well. Yeah, exactly. It's just like putting a Band-Aid on a... <laughs> No, on a wound that needs stitches, man. It's it's ridiculous. Those those guys should be removed from their positions. I don't know a lot about you know what's going on over there, but I do know that um, you know in correlation to what's happening here, it's escalated to another level over there. You know what I'm saying? Thank God that those that stuff is not happening over here. But I definitely want to send our love and support. Um, yeah, most definitely to the Nigerian diaspora. 
you know, because it's that's just it's just crazy, man. I ain't know if y'all were aware of that story, bro. Yeah, I saw some. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder how uh, much of the Black Lives Matter has influenced that. You know, I have to look into it. See, I'm pretty sure yeah. a lot. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's a lot. I mean, they say they say the black people in America have influenced black people in the world culturally. You know what I'm saying? And then when when the black black people do something like it's very influential. You know what I'm saying to black people? Well, so I, I, that's why I asked that. You know, I'm, I'm be curious to see. Yeah, it's definitely this definitely a story I'm gonna keep my eyes on here in the coming weeks, kind of see what's going on with that. You know, provide some updates as they come. But man, we gotta keep it with the police, man. So Tory Lanez has been charged. Damn. <laughs> Tory Lanez has been wound gonna be like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, y'all niggas get off the cops, man. <laughs> Get off us. Wood, man. Get off <laughs> man, man got, his, got his knee on her neck forever. Yeah. yeah. No, like, this one, man, I think it's it's probably well deserved what you know Tory Lanez is going through with that whole incident. I think um, you know, it's as expected. He's facing up to, I believe, 22 years. 22. Yeah, 22, man. Prison. What's the charge? Yeah, I know what the actual charge is. Um, attempted. What was it? Was it attempted murder? No, I don't think it was attempted murder. I think it was an aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Damn, you can get twenty-two years for that. But I think it's more charges too. Probably most. like reckless endangerment. It's, a, it's probably a whole uh, bunch. Of okay. Stuff there, especially you. They probably them. stacking. Yeah, they probably stacking it on. Okay. They probably throwing the book at this guy. <laughs> but now, man, I'm so, I'm pretty sure he's probably gonna get a quarter of that at least. Think so. Minimum, at least that's what I think. I think he's gonna take a plea. I think he's gonna take. A, well, I don't know, man. He may want to take a plea on that. I don't know what. It, what it, I wonder what he's being. What he's being uh, asked. I'm sorry. What he what they recommended to him. He definitely don't want to see that 22. Uh, I don't think he had a criminal uh, his background. That's that. But, that's gonna be my question. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. But at the end of the day, man, them people, them, them Tory Lane apologists. I mean, he still hasn't been convicted, but like as we said, yo, you there's no there's nothing you can say, bro. There's nothing you can say of how you shot this woman, you know, and how and what leads me to not feel feel sorry for you is how you you didn't publicly apologize to this woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Publicly apologize and take your licks and move on. And we could have respected that. I would, you know what? You know, I was drunk. I shouldn't have did that, and that's no excuse. I gotta, you know, like I would have respected that. You know what I mean? You still would have been looked less than, but we didn't forgive Chris Brown. We didn't, I mean, people will forgive you, y'all. Yeah, so, if you stand in it, if you just stand in it and tell everybody, you know, what really happened, like, look, man. man. I, I feel you on that. I, I feel you 100%, but I'm pretty sure his lawyer, lawyer told him to keep quiet and don't admit to anything. Yeah. You should have told him not to put that album out, too. <laughs> what you mean? What you mean? He came out with an album saying he didn't shoot her. So if you if you didn't shoot her, he he said it in a song. So why you can't say it on on a live? It ain't like he played the fifth in the album. That nigga was talking about this shit all the damn time. I feel you. I feel you. Live if that was the case, huh? The live ain't getting him money. The album is. So he just waited for that album. It's probably out. it's probably what jammed him up. Be honest with you. They probably waiting. So remember all them times, like, we never knew, we never knew. This thing been going on for almost two months now. And like, I didn't want to speak on it because I didn't have enough information. For one, that guy not saying nothing. 
he ain't saying nothing. So off top, I was like, maybe he's not saying nothing because he don't want to incriminate himself. Like we don't know what's going on outside of that. The way Andrew uh, presented it to me, it's a black man that shot a black woman in the foot, and we call the police to the scene. They gonna probably shoot this man when they get there. They from their understanding is they gonna come already high alert. This man got a gun, so that's probably why it didn't move as fast as it should have had when it actually happened. After that, you got your publicist, you got your lawyers. Like, hey, be quiet, man. Don't say that because you know you ain't hear nothing from Meg or him, nothing. And then Meg finally come up and start talking. Tori's still quiet. Then people start talking crazy about Meg, talking about y'all don't know her. Like when she gets drunk, she acts like this, she acts like that, which don't have anything to do with this lady getting shot. Yeah. So then Meg finally comes out again and starts to, start to speak. So now Tori got to say something. Because I heard that Tori said something, and, and that probably what incriminated him, because it's been, it's been going on behind the scenes. And then as soon yeah. as he come out with an album and all that sort of stuff, next thing you know, he's being indicted. Shut, shut up, man. Just be quiet. Oh, be quiet. Yeah. I was shot. I would have said nothing. Ain't he from Canada? Yeah, you should have taken that back, back to Canada. Canada. I shot him in Canada. <laughs> Straight up. That's probably that's probably what's gonna happen, man. He's probably gonna get um, what is it? We're, extradited. We're extradited. Yeah. Not. No, he yeah, shot out here. <laughs> well, no, nah, they probably they probably gonna send. He probably gonna do a plea deal, and they gonna tell him, you know, you can't come back to the U.S. anymore. You done. They gonna send him to Canada. Oh. I wouldn't be sad. They be putting our guns over here. He the way things been going on here in America, hey, sign me up. But look, <laughs> when you do wrong by people, man, like Megan, Megan wasn't even trying to stand them up. Yeah. You know, Megan was like, yo, I understand what Chad said about the police coming and understanding. He like, yo, I'm just trying to get out of this situation because I know what's going on. And she was still trying to think about that black man. And then he was out here, his team was out here spreading them rumors about Megan. Megan probably wasn't going to speak on it at all, but people was attacking Megan. So I don't know about you. If somebody shot me and he ain't say nothing, I'm like, fuck you then. Because you got the opportunity to clear this shit up and you didn't. And yep. then spreading rumors about me, well, why should I care about you? And it, it ain't like she snitched. We talk about that already. But since you want to be bumping, okay, I'm going to say something then. All right, bet. So. Well, man, best of luck to you, my brother. Drop the soap. You five six, they coming after you or five two. <laughs> I don't know you, Tory Lanes. Bye. I don't coming know you. Go serve your time. Stop shooting women. They coming Back after him. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, any uh any of y'all watch the uh debate, Kamala versus Pence? Yeah, I seen it, man. Yeah, man. That was pretty that was a pretty good event, man. I was uh I was happy to see our sister stand strong against uh Mike Pence, man. Of course the the real winner of the debate was the fly. You know what I'm saying? Sitting yeah. on Mike Pence's head for about two minutes, but um, definitely uh, presidential compared to what uh, Trump and Biden did. But one thing I did take away from that debate, man, Biden old, bro. And Biden old, man. <laughs> <laughs> that made him look, that made him look so old. Yeah, it's like, it's difference between being 78 and actually acting like an old motherfucker. Cause like he was on the stage with Trump. I'm like, man, this compared to what Kamala and Pence were doing, we in trouble. Lord have mercy. No, we're not. Yeah, y'all remember, y'all remember Dick Cheney? Y'all remember that guy? The real yeah. president? Yeah. Remember, sure. Yeah. This is what's gonna happen. 
I told Ant this a while back, man. That boy is going to be deemed incompetent <clears throat> to hold that position. And it's got to go down to the VP. They know what they're doing. They're giving the roads. We're going to have our, our first black female president by default. Ooh. Why you, you, think Why? The, you think the country's mad then? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I don't then, know if I see it, man. I don't know if I want to see it, bro. I'm going to be real. But the, the shit that they the shit they say about Kamala, yo man, like it's just I, I I feel like I don't have no hope to where they would give her a fair shot, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like they would discredit her, and I I feel like that's gonna anger me, you know what I mean? I feel like it's gonna that's anger. That's anybody. It don't matter who get up there. They gonna find something on you just because of her skin tone, and she a female. She got a double whammy against her, bro. They did, you think they didn't want Hillary up in that mug? Come on, bro. A black woman? That's what I'm saying. For real. It's going to make me mad, man. I already know. But... Don't let it make you mad. Don't let it make you mad, bro. Like, you got to... We we got to understand off top already what's about to happen. Legit, like, what's about to happen. The fly, the fly being the main focus of that debate kills me because this man got up there and literally did not answer any other questions. Didn't ask me. When they asked him about Roe versus Wade, this boy said, and I quote, well, before we start this, I want to go back to the last question you asked me, and I want to go ahead and reiterate how I feel about that. After she told him to stop talking during that question, he's going to go back to it, and guess what happened? She didn't stop him, and he went back and answered that question. So while, when it was time to answer about Roe v. Wade and how he feels about abortion, he only had like five seconds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's you know, one thing. That's one thing I can say about Pence. He effectively got on that stage and was able to get out there and spew a whole bunch of rhetoric without giving a plan for what they're gonna do in their second turn. And I think that was just something that you know that was a, a missed opportunity, man, for Kamala to jump on. I think she pulled her punches, and she had to because she's a black woman. And it's exactly. sad because I was I was texting Ant, and I think I had texted our main uh, thread, and I said that my only fear is that she gets up there and she looks like an angry black woman. I said that, and that's before it even started. So if I already got that in my mindset, you know, like, what is she thinking before she actually gets on the stage? She's not going to get out there and be a true self. She's not going to be the Kamala versus Attorney General Barr where she was like, hitting him with a whole bunch of questions or the Kamala versus Brett Kavanaugh where she was hitting him across the head with a whole bunch of questions. She just don't want to look like a black bitch up there on the stage. You know what I'm saying? Because, of course, that's the first thing that everybody was seeing after the debate was over. I put great job Kamala on my page and one of my friends, he put up, she was up there lying the whole time. I'm like, about what? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that shit no made me... Your friend said this to you. Your friend said that she was up and when Pence did look, man. Well, I use friend loosely, you know. We should Facebook friend. Listen to this. <laughs> you should be afraid. That lady asked Pence, "How does he feel?" This is a real question she asked him. How do you feel about Trump not wanting to leave or vacate his position once he loses this election? That's a real question. They asking about this man vacating the spot. Like, if they tell him, hey, you're not the president no more, he gonna, he gonna hunker down in the White House. I'm not going nowhere. Y'all gonna come, y'all gonna come pull me up out of here. And I got my <clears throat> boys, it's ready. 
That's what I feel like he's saying. Like, hey, if y'all gonna try to come pull me up out this presidential position, this seat, y'all gonna have to come do it forcefully. And I got my people on standby. It's crazy, man. It's like, you gotta think, it's gonna be chaos whether he win or lose. What's up, partner? That's crazy. What you think, Jeremy? What's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, I thought Kamala, I, th I think she did a good job. Uh, she definitely, I was a little concerned at the very beginning because she did come out a little hot. I was like, oh man. <laughs> they gonna they gonna think that she that angry black woman like what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. But uh, no, it, it it was a good look. Uh, way better than the presidential debate. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, man, it was good. Hey, well, you got anything to add on that, man? Nah, I'm good. I'm sorry, y'all. Shit, I just got a fucking notification that the wedding I was at, two people got COVID. Man, I'm about to schedule a test, bro. Oh man. And and what and the dude who told me he wrote me. Like, we talked like this close. Like, I mic'd him up for the video. Ah, uh, you got the wrong uh, one. Let's play your mic down. Yeah, away from y'all, man. You all right, bro. That <laughs> 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 Rona's out I'm here, just man. Joking. Speaking of, hey, hey, segue. the segue. We, we done been out there doing our thing all this. Well, I've been out there doing my thing all this time. If you're going to catch it, you're going to catch it. Fight it. I'm, I'm not yeah. tripping having it. I'm out here. I, before you got on chat, I told you I've been doing real good at work. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing my doing my thing. So I just want to keep my momentum. I can work from home. I can't do no showings, but I got a team. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to work tomorrow or Friday because I'm not going to endanger my people in my office. Two people got the bride, the bride got it. And, and so the bride's sister walked with Carrie. And Carrie's the one who who told me he got from her. And he was like this close to me because I mic'd him up for the video. He, he did the toast. You know what well, I'm saying? Is he sick or is he? Nah, he cool. He's just like, I, I just recommend you get tested. You know what I'm saying? So he just let me know. So I just want to play on um, be reckless, you know? Hey, what Speaking if, what of, if man, you, you probably could get. What if we found out that COVID was transmitted sexually? <laughs> well, I'm all right. It's just gonna be me and my wife. I mean, I mean, uh, are, are you having sex with a mask on? I mean, you gonna get it regardless. What you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, what if it was transmitted sexually, bro? You protecting your face and people real life spreading it from sex. <laughs> you, but you gonna wear you gonna wear a mask? But you gonna go on raw though? That don't make no sense. Hey. Hey, whoa, 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 wait a minute, whoa, whoa. You know a lot of people go raw, period. They got nothing to do with, with, the, with the mask on? Hey, hey, you know it sucks when you got to ask somebody to wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're dealing with in 2020, bro. That's what we're dealing hey, with this decade. Safe sex. <laughs> better get them condoms. Hey, two or three of them uh, wear them all at the same time so they can pop and break on you and you can get an oops tape. <laughs> I did. I did the little questionnaire, and, and based on what he's saying, um, even though I don't have no symptoms, you know, what I'm saying they tell me, you know, if you based on you being in close contact with somebody, they're like, yeah, we do recommend you go ahead and do it because they got a little questionnaire. That's what I'm doing right now. So I'm gonna go ahead and handle that, man. Luckily, I ain't got my daughter till Monday, but if I gotta tell Mama to have her a little longer just to make sure I'm good, then I will do that. Yeah. Now prayers up, man. Definitely don't want you to catch that. Hey, go watch your face. Definitely with your case. Speaking of, man, y'all still think President 45 had it, man? Y'all think he had that COVID? No. No. I don't buy, I'm not buying it, man. I'm sorry. I'm skeptic. 
And if he did have it, bro, like, don't you got to serve like two, 14 days quarantine? That boy was out on the campaign trail, what, a couple of days ago? Yeah, he ain't following none of his CDC guidelines in regards to what they're supposed to be doing with the Rona. But real talk, like, he's a president. So here's the thing, right? He's a president of the United States. They have to protect the president at all costs. Like, boys jump out there and take bullets for him. You mean tell me that man has COVID? He potentially has COVID. He's 79 years old, whatever he, whatever he is. He's overweight. He eat KFC every single night. And you mean tell me y'all just gonna let this man go out, be willy-nilly with this virus? No, they would have stopped him. At some point in time, they gotta stop him. They have to. No. no. He's a pawn, bro. I'm telling you, Trump is a pawn. You gotta think about the things that he says and does. Somebody is allowing him to do those things. This is yeah. an October surprise to me, man. I feel like, yeah. and I told y'all straight I, up, I told y'all when it first when it first came out, my thoughts on it, it was like, he's either gonna come out and say that, hey, this is not as bad as it was. You can go out and be yourself and just live freely. Or he's gonna come out and say that, hey, we need to take this seriously and start buckling down. And unfortunately he did the former. I knew he was gonna come out and tell people that, you know, COVID is not as serious as what they're making it out to be. You can get out here and do whatever you want to and be wherever you want to. And I don't, I could come down and kiss you and I could kiss him and kiss her. He actually said that. You think I could come down and kiss a, a dude and a, and a girl at the rally. Not no girl, not no girl, a beautiful, beautiful woman. A beautiful woman, yeah. You don't yeah, kiss no crazy. ugly women. You want no yeah, ugly <laughs> Now I heard, I don't know, necessarily know if this is true or not, but he had some financial tie to the company that, uh, that gave him whatever uh, yeah, medicine that he was taking. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't necessarily know if that's true or not. Him and his son and son-in-law. Uh, yeah, they said Jared Kushner had uh, invested interest in that in that company, Regeneron. Yeah, yeah, that? yeah. That's, yeah the, that's another thing that leads me to, like, why I won't believe that he had it is because why would you give the president of the United States an untested and unproven drug exactly. that's not FDA approved? Like, it doesn't happen. If right. you're gonna give if you're gonna give the president something, it's gonna be something that's pretty much sheer fire foolproof. You know what I'm saying? And these are like these were like in early, early stage trials. Now get it in theory, it's supposed to work because these are antibodies. They're supposed to go in and fight just like your normal antibodies would against the virus. Right. But come on, man, it's not FDA approved. Your son, your son-in-law has uh, potential, allegedly he has potential invested interest in this company. Come on, man. I'm not buying this, man. I think, and a lot of people, you know, just took it hook, line, and sinker, man. I just, oof. This man will do anything. He'll do anything and say anything to get in the office. And we're having spikes. We're spiking back up across yeah, the Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That's crazy. You can, you can imagine the anxiety because my boy just started back school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's going back live. I'm just like, oh, God, man. This if, Trump, if Trump had COVID... I can fly. Like literally, I'm gonna go outside and start flying like Neo. Think think about this, bro. He it's a vaccine, not the cure. Right? It's a vaccine. He's not gonna feel better tomorrow from the vaccine, bro. It's like not even that, a vaccine. It's like this vaccine is like pumping that that virus into you to see if you have the antibodies in you to fight it off, bro. Like that's not what's happening with him. He making up some stuff, this boy tripping. He tripping, let the boy kiss your babies, do whatever, let them do it. They in Florida. And so this is the thing about Florida that I said. Florida opened up the Miami Dolphins game, the last game at 100%, that's 
thousand people can attend that game. No, always happens with Florida. Every year something happens with Florida. You have the hanging chads one year. You have the voter suppression another year in Florida. And what was the last thing they had? They just had something with with, with Trump in Florida. They just had something with Trump. This, this, this last election in Florida. Every I'm telling you something happens crazy in Florida every single year. And I bet I'm willing to bet money that this year they're gonna be like, oh my God, coronavirus has spiked in these areas. We're gonna to have to uh, put the, uh, the places where you can go drop off ballots to one place. You know, it'll be one place and this place is gonna be way like 100, 200 miles away from your home. Like, wow, so Did they really have 100% capacity at that game? I can believe it because they moved every, everything is 100% uh, capacity at in, in the state of Florida now. Everything. Wow. So that makes sense. Oh, it doesn't make sense, but I could understand why. Yeah. Stadium will be at no, y'all, y'all gonna see it. Put money on it. I'm, hey, I bet you it's a. It's, I bet you somewhere on a gambling site is if Florida gonna get shut down again or something like that because of all this people coming out there, bro. Watch. I put oh, money yeah. on it. That's crazy. That's crazy. Why well, y'all? Uh, are you and your family y'all taking the vaccine? Anybody getting the vaccine when it becomes available in summer 2021? Eventually, in the house for the next three months straight. You think you, you think you'll do it eventually? No. Yeah, I think I probably will eventually. I would consider it. I would consider it, Dan, uh, because I know, as opposed to child, you know, my immune system is a lot more stable than a child's. It would be something I would consider. Yeah. I wouldn't. Re- I feel like it wouldn't be going nowhere. I would really, literally, be like, "What's in every single thing that's in there?" and really like fact check every single thing and try to come up to my, my, but I'm, it's on the table. I'll say that it's on mm. the table. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm not, I'm not the first trial type guy. I'm usually like, Hey, let a couple of y'all try this out, see how this go. And then y'all all right. But uh, six months down the road, I might go ahead and go and do this. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd be like, uh, what Corey Holcomb say, he say all these vaccines are, uh, Time release capsules. <laughs> He's like, they pretty much injecting you for uh, cancer in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, please, I'm not doing that. Because if if I can wait six months to see if y'all okay, and I'm okay after y'all took it six months, why should I take it? Yeah, facts. facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm good. I'm not taking that crap. <laughs> the only th- only thing I'm worried about is is uh. Is uh you know affecting my family? That's really all I care about. I feel like I'm good. I feel like I would be good, and I have faith in my ability to, to, to. I and even I don't. I feel like medicine is getting better at treating it as well. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like they they figuring out ways. So, um, if 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 medicine is, uh, if medicine is up to par, and then. I'd rather just like go get treated if I get it, than inject something in my body that may stay in my body forever. That's kind of yeah. how, you know what I mean? No, nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Well, just like I mean, like Chad said, I see his post every day. The true medicine is what you consume, the foods you eat, and what you drink, man. At the end of the day, plants, so not we, prescriptions. Cookies, yep. pizza, all that good shit. <laughs> 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 If you want to, you'd be like Trump, breathing like this. I am more than 97 pounds, though. So that's why he's breathing like that. He needs an oxygen machine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
Well, let's get into our main topic, man, so we get up out of here, man. What does a when does a boy become a man? When does a boy become a man? I know, hey, well, you said that to us earlier, man. I want you to expound on your thoughts on that, what you think. I mean, it's pretty straightforward for me, but if you had anything else uh, you were thinking about with that. It's a it's an interesting conversation because, you know, us us as men of of Alpha Psi, we went through a rite of passage. But uh, as a people, as a people, we don't have that set in place. But I think we've mentioned on here that we were interested in having those type of things. I've already have, are planning and planning something for Remy. And I think we should look into creating something uh, substantial uh, for, for us because I feel like it is important to define these things. But specifically for me, because I can only speak on that, uh, I think it's something growing up, it was like, yo, you the man in the house. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think, thinking back now, I don't know if that was the right move to say that. I wasn't a man. Or, well, I don't think it was bad. It was, it wasn't, I don't know. I just feel like the conversation needs to always happen of what is a man and what a man is not. Right. So when you, just by saying this conversation, opens it up because everybody may have their own definition. I'm reading this book, Man Versus Male, and it, it, had, it poses some great questions. And the gist of what he says in that book, and I think it's real dope, he was like a man, a male, looks to be served and a man uh, looks to be of service. And I think that was pretty dope. But um, at the same time, when does that happen? I don't know. I can know. I want to chop it up with y'all and see what y'all think um, about, about that. When we, and we should say, all right, you a man now. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm, I'll open it up. I know I'm always talking. Jeremy, I'll let you go if you got something. <clears throat> when you said you said that earlier, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, what really, what really constitute, or what 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 makes you a man at, at what point? And uh, because I mean, you can look at it so many different ways. You know, when you're financially stable, just because you're financially stable doesn't necessarily mean that that you're a man, because you can mm-hmm. be lacking in other areas. Mm-hmm. Um, Did your dad know about you know any any of those conversations? Nah, to be honest, nah. He just the, the basically the only thing that he really told me to do. He he basically made me do things like learn how to. It sounds stupid or whatever, but like manly things like change oil. He, he made he made me learn how to ride a motorcycle. Made me know how to drive stick shift. Made me do. Um, you know, he'd be working on the car. Uh, had me out there and stuff like that. Um, but. Other than that, I mean, he really didn't vocalize and, and, and tell me necessarily what it takes to, to be a man. Um, maybe he tried to do it by example and thinking that, you know, if I, if I watched what he did, maybe, you know, I could understand and become a man. But I've, ne- I've never had, a, a, I guess, a, a male in my life sit me down and be like, this constitutes what a man is or this is what a man's supposed to do. So... Honestly, I don't. I don't know when. Whenever you make that transition to a man, I don't necessarily know when that was. I don't know when it was for me. Um, I kind of think what for me. Whenever I was able to to support myself 
And then also whenever I'm able to, I would say the decisions that I make, I was able to live with the consequences, but that doesn't constitute being a man as well. So I don't know, bro. I have no idea. That's good. I, I before y'all go, I, I do think, and this is why I bring this up. I think being ambiguous is very dangerous, especially in this country for a black man in this country. What I mean by that is raising your kids with the greatest intentions, but not being implicit of why I'm doing it. Hey, I'm sending you down and this is why we are doing it this way, because you may miss it. You may miss the message. For example, I'm getting picked up by my uncles and my cousins my whole life. I never knew for all I know. I'm like, yo, you just want to spend time with me. I, but it would have been a different conversation. It was like, yo, I'm picking you up because I know you don't have no dad. And I wanted to show you what a man is. That's a totally different thing. I'm just, so I didn't get none of that. Just like you. So it leads it for my interpretation. And I'm a kid. I'm a young man. So I may not get the message. So why would you make me guess? Why don't you just tell me? Y'all know as men, we be like, yo, lady, if you if you feel some type of way, just tell me. So I can respond to that. Right. Don't make me guess. Don't make me read the signs. Don't make me have to figure it out. If you sad, if you mad at me, tell me what's wrong. If something wrong, tell me so I can do, so I can act upon that. So I just feel like I'm like, listen, baby, this is uh, with my daughter. I try to be very intentional. This is why I'm doing it this way. So at least you can understand because I know me, I'm a wide person. So honestly, Jeremy, I feel like it doesn't matter what age you put it on, as long as you put it there. You can put it at 16. Does 16 make you a full-grown man? No. But as long as you defined it and you be like, or even if you even develop a principle. Started, huh? Develop a principle. Yeah. Or you can be like, this is the beginning stages of manhood. It starts when you're 16. And we're gonna have another celebration when you. 26. Oh, you know, something's better than nothing, Jeremy. I, I don't think we have to have it all the way ironed out. But I just think I want to have a ceremony at ninth grade for Remy in the beginning and like initiated into certain stages of womanhood. And I want to have another one when she's 18. Now I've done my duty. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I want to have some on the front and the back end. Uh, that's kind of some of my ideas. Anyway, Ted, what you think, bro? All right, so first of all, there is no definitive answer to what a man actually is. It's just a bunch of expectations, a bunch of opinions, right? So basically, what do you feel a man is? Because from what I heard from Jeremy, he said his dad was trying to teach him a bunch of different things. That's cool. You're going to be able to prosper out through life with the things that you know. You don't need a lot of help. You know this. So you'll be able to teach that to your seat. You can teach it to us. I don't know how to change all in the car, but you do. And that's good, but check it, check it out though. I don't know how I changed all in the car and you do, but does that make me not, not be a man? You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So ultimately it's based upon what you feel constitute being a man because my son is three years old. I don't talk to my son like a baby. I use the vocabulary that I've learned over time to instill in him so he'll learn. I don't talk to my kid like a baby because he's going to pick up those tendencies. He is a baby. He's a kid. And that's another thing. We have to allow our children to be childs, kids. We have to allow them to grow up and, and become a young man. 
a, a young adult. We have to give them the opportunity and we place too much responsibility on them. We force them into the role, like you just said, Chris, we force you into the role of being a man of the house. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't even think about being a man of the house. You be thinking about what, what, what toy I'm gonna get, go play with today. Or what book my dad gonna read me or my mom gonna read me? Am I going to the park tomorrow? You shouldn't have to worry about having the roles of a man. Because what are the roles of a man? A woman know how to change the all in the car too. Does that make her a man? Because women always say when they ain't got a man in their household and they got a child, I'll celebrate Father's Day and Mother's Day. No, you celebrate Mother's Day because you are a mom. You know what I'm saying? A father is a father, a father is a man, a boy, that gender. That's what it is. So we look at what we think a man is. Like, I don't have no expectations of what a man's supposed to be. I have, with me and my wife, it's a partnership. I give, she gives. I take, she take, that's what it is. It's how we do it. When it comes to my son, he learns along the way. I let him learn on his own and then I teach him. So we can teach them in the ways of a man, which is how about be respectful, be kind, be polite, be courteous, be trustworthy. Like what, what exactly is a man? Is that, is that a social contract thing though? Or is that just something? And I, 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 I think so, but I think that's fine. But like Chad, I don't, I don't feel like that, those are the basics. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that conversation is not happening. And I don't think it's a hard conversation to have, yeah. but, but I think it's so easy to have that it's easy not to have, but it, you but know what I'm saying? But check it out though, Chris, for us in this group, it's easy for us because we can express our emotions, right? Men wasn't taught that. Remember, see, nobody knows exactly what a man's supposed to be except for that caveman terms. A man is supposed to be angry and mad and be able to do anything and just be forceful, you know, not show emotions. I can't cry. That's not how men do. So a man will take that all throughout his life and end up being lost. You're a lost soul, bro. You don't know what to do with yourself when you feel like you need to cry. That develops okay. trauma. Then you come see a person like me. That will keep me forever in business. But seriously, seriously though, like, hearing, hearing Jeremy, hey Jeremy, you're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. You're not wrong when, you, when somebody asks you like, hey, what's a man? Real talk, hey, what is a man, bro? What makes you a man? Because you're financially stable and I'm not. We're both adults. I'm just not there in my life yet. How about you help me? But you being a man, you was already taught, hey, you learn on your own, you figure it out. You see what I'm saying? So we have to change what was taught to children or to anybody, to us, what is supposed to be a man, what a man is supposed to be. Because nobody actually, to be honest with you, if we go by what 2020 has told us, nobody really knows what a man is. We got women, turn themselves into men. We got men turn themselves into women. So nobody really know what's going on nowadays. You feel me? Like nobody has a clue. Dang, after you go, I want to give it a shot. Okay. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, I think, um, I guess with me personally and my personal experience in regards to manhood, man, I think it was um, an experience of learning, you know, by committee with, you know, my aunt, I mean, my uncles, my cousins, you know, my friends, people that I saw that were, you know, fathers and stuff like that, that I admired. And I always wanted to pride myself on taking the good traits from the, from those people that I saw and then pushing aside the bad traits and just mimicking the good things that I saw. 
um, as it relates to manhood. Now, I've had, you know, several different experiences like, hey, Wood, like you had mentioned, your uncles will come pick you up. You know, my Uncle Pat will come pick me up, my Uncle Kelvin. I lived with my Uncle Keith when I was 16 years old. But it was important for me to, as a rite of passage, to actually leave my Uncle Keith's house because he wanted me to stay and go to SFA and live with him. But I was like, no, I got to be on my own. I got to get out on my own and kind of see how things are going to be by myself. Um, when I moved and went to Texas State. And there, you know, it was uh, a trial by fire experience. You know what I'm saying? You go out and you make a whole bunch of experiences, but you make a whole bunch of mistakes too at the same time. A lot of those mistakes you're still paying for right now, uh, i.e. student loans and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, growing up, but I think with my intent and my focus now as a husband and a father, is to be intentional with Mason and Aiden about what I'm teaching them on a daily basis. So if it's something that's a, a serious topic, like finances, for instance, <clears throat> I'm gonna be intentional about saying, hey, this is something that I want you to retain and take into manhood, into fatherhood, into your adult life so you can learn from the mistakes that I've made in the past. I want to be able to be enough of a teacher that the mistakes that I've made, they don't have to make those same mistakes. They, they learn from it. And I don't think I had that same experience. Not saying that that's anybody's fault, anything like that, but it's just like what you were saying, hey, Wood, a lot of people were teaching me, but they weren't outright telling me that they were teaching me. They were giving me the game, but I wasn't really, you know, there to actually process it. It was something that just... Okay became ingrained in me over time. And I was like, oh, I remember back then my uncle, he responded this way. Or I remember my dad, he responded to this this way. You know what I'm saying? Or when it came to relationships, my homeboy, he responded this way. So it's it's one of those things that you, I think you'd be better served as a man on picking up the good traits from everybody that you encounter, everybody that you come across. Even you three guys, like I, you know, everything good that you guys do, like I'm looking at it, I'm paying attention to it. I'm like, okay, that's something that, you know, I need to add to my arsenal in, in, in regards okay. to how I'm raising my family and stuff. And it's a subjective thing. Cause I've, I told y'all, um, my, my youngest brother, Cameron, he would, you know, he was talking to me. He was like, man, you successful, you successful, man. I'm trying to be like you, man. I want to do like you. And the first thing that came to my mind is like, I'm not there yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's one of those things that even when you are doing all the right things, if you subjectively in your mind are not feeling like you're a man, you're not going to be anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's the, well, I think everybody, everything everybody said was go, is dope. I want to take a shot at uh, defining it for me. Uh, working definition. And it's not, and I think it's uh, it's written in pencil. But these are some like pillars that I feel like um, I feel like it should include. And if I have a son, when I have a son, or even men that I interact, young men that I interact with, these are some of the things that I want to kind of bring up. And the first would be uh, a spiritual component. Whatever you believe in, you know what I'm saying? Knowing that a man's strength comes from God or the divine or the creator, I think that's important so so we can take ego out of it. You know what I'm saying? And be like, right. hey, praise to the most high, whatever you call it, and knowing that there's divinity in you and that you need to bring that out. 
I think that's a and so whatever you do that, whatever vehicle you do that with, Christianity, Buddhism, you know what I'm saying, Meta Boom Doom, you know what I'm saying, Santeria, however you do that, I think that's I think that's important. You gotta know that. Because um next is physically, I feel like physically you translate to your body nutritionally, but also relates to your man of being a man of substance and financially. So your physical needs, you know what I'm saying? And and it's hard to be a of service and be a man if you're sick. And it's hard to, you know what I'm saying, be a man in this world if you broke. And that's and when you say Dame, you know, a social construct in this life, in this country, you need to be a man of health and wealth. And that may not be the case over there in Timbuktu, but over right. here, if you want to be a man, a man of influence and a man who can have a great impact on life, these are things that you want to do. So it's like, I'm not making up the game. I understand this is the game I'm, I'm in, so let me play it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I need to, I need to have, I still need to check the boxes. I need to take care of myself. I need to be here. I lost three uncles by the age of 50. How much better, how, how my family would be in a better situation if they lived till 60. Not blaming them, but could they have taken better care of themselves? Could they have left some money behind? I don't know. These are just things that I'm saying. So right. spiritual, physical relates to, uh, you know, fitness and financial. This is another one that we, we've talked about with uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy. The difference between mental and emotional, and this is a very subtle difference, and I'm reading this right here. Mental health refers to your ability to, to process information. So what I mean by that is I, I believe we should, a man should be value-driven as a, okay, value-driven. Uh, and, and that's not necessarily downplaying emotions. But uh, mentally refers to how we process. So when we process information, you know what I mean? Like we're always bouncing those off of our values. You right. know what I'm saying? And then emotionally is how we express that. So it's mentally, mental and emotional are kind of two sides of the same coin. Stuff's going to come in and then emotional is how what comes out. You know what right. I'm saying? And so I believe a man got to be able to not be responsive, responsive to the world outside of him. What, what really happens to a man when life happens to him? How is he challenged? How does he face adversity? You know what I'm saying? The world, you know what I'm saying? We have, I don't want to spend no info on here, but I think about that stuff. I think about excuses. I think yeah. about, you know what I'm saying? All this type of stuff. Seven it really feet. shows your value. Yeah, man, all this stuff is, that's what I love about that shit, y'all. I love that shit like money making mitch. You know what I'm saying? When he was crying, he was like, yo, I feel like those values stay with you. And a man got to live a, a value principle life. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, he going to drift and he going to go with the trends. He going to go with this fad. He going to go with this. Yeah, I know I'm sticking on, you know what I'm saying, man? I feel like, okay, I know everybody on here morally, you know, is, is, is going to stand for certain things. And I think those are good. So those are kind of like the four pillars. And then you bundle that up and, what is a man's actions? Jeremy said something important. We always try to tie manhub up and what a man can do instead of what a man is, his beingness instead of his actions. And I think a man's definition, it's okay to be somewhat tied into what a man does, but what if you can't do nothing? What if you're just sitting in the bed? Are you worth anything? If you can't work, you can't go make money. If you can't go work out in the gym, what is your value then? You know what I'm saying? 
So we still have to have value attached to what we just are just sitting in the bed, just doing nothing. And so I feel like uh, we can't get too caught up in action, but I do believe that a man should be trying to be his best self. That's what his actions should all be oriented to too. So those four pillars and at the end of the day, his actions are geared towards being his best self in every layer that he has. A layer as a, stu- a man, as a father, as a cousin, as a community member. So you always try to be your best self in all those layers of the cake. And that's my, that's that's what I'm working with. I just thought of that just now on the fly. But I think, imagine if somebody sat you down and said that to you as 15 years old. I don't think this shit's hard, y'all. I don't think that's hard. It's not. I think the life principle is that a lot of things that I've been reading here recently, a lot of it is very basic and very simple in regards to like having a happy life and and moving forward. And I think the uh, the one thing I'll add to yours, Haywood, is just constantly being a learner, like yeah, always like being, like always like being, it. you know, bendable to learn and evolve and grow. Because once you get to a point where you think that you know everything and yeah, like you that. can't be told anything, then that's a, that's when you start to, you know, down. You have that downfall and you trend down. So yeah, that's yeah, one like of the things that. that I'm personally, you know, picking up. I I'm trying to learn every single day from everybody that I can, if, if it's, if it's something valuable and I'm starting to get into that transition, like Chad, where a lot of the stuff that, you know, I used to pay attention to is not even the forefront of mind anymore. Like everything that's going on with Trump and stuff like that. I don't even watch that junk anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, I could be doing something better, you know what I'm saying, with my time. I could be doing something better for my family. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, breakthrough. It's a breakthrough. Yeah. yeah that boy David dialed in, man. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you can't help it because you know it's just it's a whole bunch of craziness, but at the same time, you you gotta be able to, you know, sit back. And like I told y'all when we were starting, it's a lot of self-reflecting mm-hmm. on, you know, what I need to do, you know, moving forward. So yeah, being a constant learner is something big for me, man. Yeah. 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 It's dope, man. I like this. I like this conversation, man. I want to open it up to the people that are listening too as well. I mean, I don't want to stop this discussion. If you know, y'all got anything that y'all want to add, by all means leave us a comment or just you know, just hit us up. Even shoot me a DM if you want to have a conversation on the side. Had a couple of listeners do that to me in in the past. So I'm open to it. I want to hear a female's perspective on what they believe a man is. You know, I want I want, yeah, to, I want, I want to hear their perspective because they always that a woman will quickly go off on you be like, you need to be a man. Yeah, act more like a man. <laughs> uh, what do y'all mean about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would like to I would like to hear from a woman's perspective. <laughs> Let's be inclusive. Nah, I, 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 like I like that, I think it's a I think it's a part two to this discussion, man. I don't think this is over with. I think we're just scratching the surface on this on this topic, man. I think we can evolve from it at the same time. What y'all think? Yeah, definitely. I want to challenge myself to uh, talk to some of my young cousins about this. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, or even some of the, the my, I got students who who look up to me who I can lean on the influence to like have this conversation. You know, who they in their young 20s, but I can still, it's never too late to have that conversation. And again, they see me, but do they see what is the methodology that drives me? You may admire Chris Haywood, but do you know how he came to be like that? Or why, how he came to that? If you know a man's makeup, then you can imitate that. Yeah. What are your ingredients? You know what I'm saying? What are the ingredients to the cake? There you go. There you go. 
So I think that's important conversation. I think we can all do that in our own little family. And dang, you got two sons, so and and Chad got one. So it's like, yo, that's dope for y'all. I'm excited for y'all because y'all boys gonna be have a great example. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And not just with not just with us, it's the people that we have around us, the circle. The circle that we have. Yeah. Yeah. I got killers around me, so. <laughs> oh, that's a good one hey man I had, to, I had to tell y'all this cool story man Tracy had me on edge dude like uh somebody had came by the house uh the other day and they were like uh the house was posted as being for sale I was like no it's not and they went uh they didn't say anything but they went to our backyard and stuff like that this is before I even talked to them so of course that scared Tracy I had to go and grab that tool man <laughs> you did the right thing because if this house, almost hammer time if, if this house was listed for sale and there's no for sale sign in the front yard and now you're in my backyard yeah then yourself brother they, and they knew i had it on me too because he was looking he was looking nervous i said can i help you with something he was like oh, oh no nah, man i was i was just coming by i saw uh that the house was for sale on zillow and i was like no Ain't no house for sale over here, man. It's like black man that live here, and I got a I, I got a gun, and I will use it. That's it. You inquiring, you make sign. You yeah. need to start. You need to knock on the door or something, man. Because had had that been nighttime, I'd have let some rounds off, guaranteed. Man. What I what 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 I tell y'all niggas about delivering Amazon packages, bro? What I tell y'all, nigga, I don't, man. I couldn't wait. To, I'm just like, yo, this don't seem right. You know what I mean? Like something bad can happen. You know what I'm saying? Something bad can happen. I just felt like that, man. Look, thank God. It somebody, somebody like this that could be saying the same thing, you know, the, of the other culture. But like, man, I, that dark figure oh. walked up on me. I, I had my peace, man. If you, I, I didn't see that Amazon logo, it would have been pew pew pew. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> yeah you gotta let yourself be known. You be walking around the people's yeah. yard, man. You kick something. Drop the package. I dropped that package out real quick and. You gotta throw them, man. You gotta put out the front door like me. Hey, you know, but they be ha- they be having them doorbells with them cameras, and they report that shit. So you can't just like kick that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Across- <laughs> <laughs> they be having them little Nest cameras, dog. Hey, now these delivery uh, these delivery drivers over here, man, they be dropping off stuff quick. They be yeah, getting, getting ghosts. Like, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's up, man. But yo, hey, this has been another episode of Why Not Us Podcast, man. Y'all keep liking and subscribing. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Leave us a comment on uh, Apple iTunes and Spotify, man, because when you do that, Please. more people are able to see it. But we love y'all. Peace. 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 I'll be easy.